1: Hey! It is the Red Men Originals podcast. Steve's got a notification, you can tell, because he looks at his phone every time he gets one. It was off you! I know! <laughs> <laughs> the, uh,
2: <laughs> um, he was
1: just checking. Yeah, exactly. Failed. Um, I'm Paul this Chris Page. I'm Chloe from Steve Haw, uh, in the studio for this one. We're going to talk about the Villa game, we're going to talk about Bobby Firmino, uh, and then we're going to try um, not to cry, um, because... It's sad and stuff, isn't it? And before we do dive into that, all uh puts a lot of things into perspective. Is perfectly honest, but Chloe, is something you just want to give a mention to?
3: Yeah, um, there is a GoFundMe page right now out, um, and it is a, a bike ride that's happening from Manchester to Liverpool uh, in aid of the Megan Hurley Foundation. Megan Hurley uh, sadly lost her life um, six years on this day in the Manchester Arena bombing. Um, so, if anyone would really like to donate, we, you know, the entire charity would appreciate. It. Uh, the Meghan Haley Foundation aim to help those who have sadly lost loved ones suddenly children um, and therefore have to step away from work and don't aren't able to get income that way um, and they do support them with that and they also support other charities around them so any any donations are welcome Um it's all for a really good cause um, and in memory of, of those who sadly lost their lives in that Manchester Arena bombing so yeah thank you to anyone who does donate.
1: Quality, yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's worth mentioning. I think Megan's a, a scouse girl only down, yeah, the well. down the road.
3: Yeah, she's literally down the road, yeah. Fifty and so yeah, it is a, a very heartbreaking thing.
1: Okay, okay, well yeah, um yeah, do get involved. We'll put the link in the dis- in the description and we'll put it out on our socials as well so you can get get on to that if you wish to. Um right. Let's um get back to the footy then. Liverpool one, Aston Villa one and um because we 'cause we'll we'll do we'll do Villa first, um because I just kinda want to get it out the way. You can see why they've turned the corner big time under Unai e, they, yeah. they look a lot more disciplined, a lot more organised, and they've got all the dark art stuff down in a, in a big way.
2: Yeah, they were resolute. They were really difficult to break down. You could see that throughout the entire 120 minutes of the game. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was ridiculous, actually. To be fair, obviously, like we've done a lot on like the formations and stuff over the last few weeks, so been been looking for that type of stuff at the match and how Liverpool's five forwards and where they are and quite often Liverpool's five forwards are in a line and, and yet Aston Villa seem to have the numbers to deal with it consistently throughout the game. They just seem to know exactly where they needed to be at all times and made it so difficult and, you know, I think at times Liverpool, could, you could almost say like, well, we kind of gave up with the movement at times but then at others we, there are people moving around pulling this way, that way, uh, trying to get in behind, you know, and yet, Aston Villa dealt with everything that Liverpool threw at them for the most part, and yeah, they were really good sides. I was really impressed with them in the defensive side of things, um, and I was really, really annoyed with all the dark arts that you mentioned. That that's that's up there with the worst that I've seen this season, and you know, up there with Newcastle. Certainly. Well,
1: exactly. It was actually I was going to say that Chloe it reminded me of Newcastle in that regard. Is that they feel like. You either get your, your rubbish teams normally have that, or you truly elite teams. And Newcastle and Villa have both managed to kind of like pitch themselves in at this at this level and got that stuff going on for them. And I there's a there's a degree to which I think I said this on my post match video. When Liverpool do it, I'm like, this is brilliant. I love the fact that you get in fans' heads and you get to frustrate and you get to do all this stuff. It's horrendous when it happens at Anfield because it just makes you dead angry. Um, But it goes into Villa. Villa presented a, a challenge and it was part of their game plan and we didn't do enough to ultimately undo their game plan.
3: No, we didn't. And we kind of, instead of using the frustration in terms of striving us forward, it kind of looked like we just, you know, we kind of gave up with it. We were lost at, at what we could do. We didn't know the alleys, which we could, could go down and change the game. Um, and I, I've never seen it. I think that's worse than Newcastle, to be honest. I've never seen it that bad. Um, it was like nothing else. And they've done that to disrupt us, to frustrated us. And it's worked. And the referee was the one who didn't have a handle on the game at all. You can tell by some of the decisions he, he made. Um, and then to book Emi Martinez in the 75th minute, Pointless. Yeah. absolutely pointless he's done it for 17 he's set the minutes. tempo
2: on that all day all yeah. game long he? Yeah. he's allowed them to do that by not dealing with it
4: early on what well, i was though goes. he did do the 10 minutes injury time thing yeah um but then he did an in injury time <laughs> that was that was the most, that was the bit that, no, I, i'm all if they want to do it all game sound but go back to the world cup where we just play injury time every time time waste as much as you want it's getting added on and he did that but then two lads got booked for in, in injury time for time wasting and there was no extra time added on. Yeah, he played ten minutes. That was the frustrating part for me. Is that I actually there's nothing refs can do really. They can get you on with it, and then they can book you. But also, all they can do is add the time on. He did it.
2: Yeah, what? but Ernie Martinez did it about seven times no, before he we, got booked. No, I know. there's
3: more than that. I yeah, reckon it, I genuinely... Well, it was everything, every time. And, just, and that's we the we point. Paid, if you do
2: book him early doors... Book
3: him on the first one. It, well, No,
2: book him on the second, whatever. You you He's yeah. yeah. probably saving 80 minutes of him doing that over and over yeah. again. And, and then then they just use the defender to do it and yeah. they'll eventually run out of players to do it with. And then they've got to play the game properly. they're not going to bring
3: a midfielder to do it. Yeah. The thing is, is that... For football fans, it's more frustrating than anything because you pay real, like decent money to go to a football game, and I reckon that football was in play for less than sixty minutes. I really do. It was that bad, and it's like you've you've paid your money to go and watch a football game, but instead, all I've seen is a ball that's not just to be that twat
1: Though, if I was a Villa fan, I'd be made up with that. Yeah,
3: I think, and that's a game.
1: That's this goes back to the game plan thing. Is that you might have ruined our and the money we've this way that it falls a bit flat is like they've ruined our afternoon but they've made their own afternoon
2: yeah but I think the point is if the referee deals with it better it doesn't get that bad yeah that's sort of my yeah. my thinking on it yeah I, I totally understand it when Liverpool do do the dark arts, we've never done it that bad yeah. yeah, I Becker years.
3: got booked the other day at Anfield for taking his time and I think on average it was still shorter than what any other Premier League goalkeeper had done so he instantly got booked and it was the first yeah. time he did it Emmy Martinez had done it all throughout the first half, and you knew everyone in the cop was saying he went. to the eightieth minute, well, and started. The funny thing was, minute. we started
1: counting. We started yeah. counting the ball <laughs> in the keeper's hands. Like the whole cop started counting. I think we got to like thirteen or fourteen before he finally mm-hmm. kicked it on one, just to prove the point. And that the, the goalkeeper hands rule has never been. I've never seen that enforced ever. No. I remember it coming in. I remember and it being a, a big six Theoretically, seven. a big change, but I've never once seen anyone go. Come, on, you know, at waste. You get told to hurry up a little bit, but you book up the thing you book a goalie. Has anyone ever been sent off for time wasting? You know, i I've never I've ne- could have been yeah, by We way. got yeah? there he was
2: could... one a couple of years ago we got two yellow cards on a goalkeeper. we got yeah. two yellow cards for for time is
1: wasting. Is any ref gonna f- ever send the goalkeeper off for time, for time wasting? This is the this is the stupid thing about it. Well, why
4: people? have it? That's why the have long long, long, the point, is. God, yeah, Exactly. Yeah. Also what I would say though, go back to the first point on their tactics. I think it was their tactics in the game more than the time wasting that really got on Liverpool. Because what they did, they were so. it's mad to think that a team has come to be defensive, but usually that means they park a bus. They were so high and they congested the midfield. So all it meant was that our two most creative players in this in this team are meant to be Trent Alexander-Arnold and Curtis Jones. They couldn't get the ball. Yeah. And when they got it, there was nothing for them to do other than think it over the top and hope that the ball and run a time perfectly and the goalie doesn't get it. It was, it was really brave <clears throat> it's, and it kind of worked. what I said and I did the final air this morning the team that we had on the pitch wasn't the right team to play against that tactic so fair play to Unai Emery because he's probably half the thought the pool have just won 3 nil, he's going to pick the same team again I mean one of them you couldn't do That's, that game is made for Darwin Nunez but he's injured because mm-hmm. he he'll play on the shoulder Gakpo and Diaz both want to come to the ball when a team are playing that high line there's nowhere to, there's nowhere to come yeah. so you want to you go over the top and they tried it a few times it never really worked in hindsight, against that team who were that high that you want Darwin and Jota, because they're the two on the shoulder players. So credit to them. I thought like Ming's, for example, was magnificent. should have been on the pitch, but was magnificent. So you've got to it's like, it's one of them, it's like we I know we do it on bias sometimes that we begrudging respect. It kind of is that. It's really annoying and it's horrible. And it was it was brilliant when we scored in the ninety seventh pins against Newcastle to put it up them. And it had have been brilliant if we could have scored in the ninety eighth minute, but until like he says, until the rules of the game are enforced. Everyone's going to do it. Yeah. And I've made if Liverpool got to the end of that next season and needed a draw away to win, and we win a title by doing that, then we'll all be sound. And look, this is you know, Emery's a boss manager.
1: He genuinely yeah. is, and we've had he, yeah. we, he's given us some you know horrendous games for a variety of football clubs over the over the years. And I think it's what's useful from that is it's instructive. You know, someone who's actually managed to find a way to frustrate that that kind of system. because you, you know, it really does. So Liverpool will get better at of Chris. They'll train it more. People get a, a more fluid understanding of it. Yada yada. But actually, what I saw a little bit was if you if you've got no space in the middle of the park, well that that's one of them games where you go back to four three three and you make Trent back. You push Trent back to being a wide and more of a wide creator. But we don't have that gear to switch to. Whether it's four three three or a bit or a variation, that's another. That what we saw there was a limitation of where we're at in the the process to some extent. We haven't yet developed answers for every
2: problem. No, of course, and that's right. We've been doing it for six weeks or something, haven't we? So you do expect that. I I thought Steve made a a great point there about the ball over the top. like Constantly overhit is what I would say they were. I mean, there must have been 10 of them in the first half where you're thinking, there's a chance for Mo to get on that. But the ball's just not good enough. Um, and that might be because of the, the, the lack of time you've got in possession. Um, but to sort of go on to onto your point then, Liverpool will get better at all of this type of things. And it's just something to go, right, OK, well, there's something that we need to improve on. And I'm sure Pep Linders and, and the rest of the coaches uh, over this week will be like, right, well, if somebody does that again, this is what we do. I had
4: even considered going back to 4 3 3, but I think that's a really good idea. In hindsight, that's what they should have done. We can't get Trent on the ball. We're going to stick him back at right back where he used to always get the ball. It, and and in weeks gone by, we might not have had the team on the pitch to be able to do that, but that team was the four three three team. So yeah. it, it, again, it's all it's all hindsight, and, and it, it works wonders. And but it, it's it also
1: worth considering. You, you've not got your manager on the touchline as well. Yeah. So I know Pep yeah. does a lot of like the the, you know, the, the nitty gritty of the tactical kind of stuff, like. But there is something sometimes where big decisions and big calls are done. You know, on what what what's that, like on the on the field. sort of course, something that you've seen. Call an Audible, that's it, you know, and Jürgen's the kind of guy, and not that he couldn't have done that, for, you know, couldn't have sent a text, just a cheeky WhatsApp to Pep to make that happen, or whatever. But is. Yeah, 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 but there's something to you, having your having you, having you guy there for when that, that, that thing happens. And we've talked about it, we've, we've touched upon the officiating, and it always feels like sour grapes when you do it after a result that's not gone your way, but Chloe, the, the referee was horrendous, and the limited credit is that he was. I think he was he was terrible across the board universally crap universally crap but we had more of the ball we tried more things and therefore we therefore had more decisions go against us kind of thing but it's just weird this is the fourth he was the fourth official wasn't he with the Tottenham thing of the week so he's obviously got he's got skill in the game in terms of this year and Klopp stuff at this point the whole thing was just crap Ming's I think Mings should be sent off.
3: Sure.
1: I think Henderson should have had a pen.
3: I haven't seen that one, back.
1: And the gold disallowed one is nuts. <laughs> like, I know it's an offside call, and it, it ends up being a subjective offside call, which is why it go he has to go to the screen. But the whole thing just smacks of stupidity and crapness.
3: Yeah, it seems like every single week I see a new refereeing performance that hits an all-time low, to be honest. Um, I thought Spears was bad, and, like, it didn't really have anything on this. Um, it's just... Was his name John Brooks? Is that who the referee was? I've, I've hardly heard of him before. He's
4: the one who clapped. Screamed in his
3: face, <laughs> Oh, was it? What <laughs> incredible scenes! Um, yeah, no. The, the I, I genuinely I remember the the Mings one happening, and everyone thought it was a red card. He produced the yellow, and everyone stood there like, "Yep, it's going to VAR, and that's going to change." Because that was it was so high. Cody
1: Gappo took his top off to yeah.
3: show
4: the referee the stud marks like down Wolves his chest. You know what? lifted his foot up to demonstrate the action of yeah, how. Think, right, do good. you know, think? And I again, I said this. I I don't want to repeat too much isn't it fucking obvious that when a fella lifts his top off and it looks like Wolverine's been at him that you probably should send the fella off who did that mm-hmm. like why isn't that why is that never the thought four process well I booked him now so I'm not sure no actually look he's got five stud marks down his chest I don't care if the fella got a touch on the ball or not it's dangerous it's, right? it, it, it can't not be dangerous play for that to happen Yeah, is really. it just. It's, how, it how, mal- how can it's, that happen without it being you know, dangerous it's clearly dangerous your
1: point to, uh, just to expand on your point there if that's like on the knee I think that's a red card because I think people can work, can understand like, well, look, if you make, if you make contact studs up midway up the midway up the leg, that's which call it a leg breaker. But there's something mad about the chest, which is where like, you know, your, your most vital of organs <laughs> is contained. And that, and that, and that, and that kind of stuff that, yeah, I don't know what it is that how that's yeah. how we can because like breaking a rib is not as
4: bad as breaking a knee, kneecap what, or whatever. Right, it's all mad. Like, he didn't go to the screen for that that's one. That's
3: the thing that does my I mean, head in.
4: That's not a sub- they're both subjective calls. That's absolutely fine. Then the process should be either you go to the screen for both or you don't. How you do one or the other, and then on the goal, what I don't understand is, I'm I might, I might have this wrong because I'm, I, I bear with me. The goal was given on the field, so they needed clear and obvious yep. proof that there was a clear and obvious error made that Consett didn't try and kick that ball. To overrule a decision that that's the right protocol, isn't
3: it? I think
2: he, they got rid of the clear and obvious. Didn't no, they? it's
3: not. I think uh, in, still there. in this
2: subjective stuff, I yeah, think they might have done.
4: Well, Either way, he, he tries. He tries to kick the ball. Like so, I don't think there's enough evidence to overturn it. I think what they should do is like I can not overturn that because I think there's not enough in it. If there's not enough evidence to overturn Tyrone Mings to a yellow yeah, card, yeah, you, yeah. you, you know, you what I'm saying? No, I get what
1: you're saying. You're right. You've not changed because like, all all of those incidents. When you watch the Jordan Henderson back on, I wouldn't say that was the most Stonewall penalty I've ever seen. But he tries to cut the ball back, and he gets his and he gets his leg standing leg taken away while he's doing it. So there's there's more than enough there to be given a given a penalty. But you're right, the decision's given us not penalty. So it's, it actually needs to be above and beyond for that to be. Same, to and same to for the goal, that. and the, and again the same for the Ming stuff. But the point is. It goes against those other two decisions because the ball ends up in the back of the net. The goal is given. And then they've gone back and actually decided that was the one where there was enough of a you know he's made a judgment call on that one. But again, equally, he's been told to go and look and make a a call on that. He wasn't given the choice on the on the other. That's my that's my point of it, is that
4: all three of those have to be refereed the same way. They're either all subjective and you stick with the ref. Or all three times he's got to go to the monitor how you can have two really goals and one, and I get it because it went against they all went against Liverpool yeah, yeah. but it that make that process makes no sense to me so how can the four official team, like he do, he doesn't need to inter- have a look at the other two but he does need to look at the goal I don't I can't figure out how that works it makes no sense that either it's either obvious or it's all subjective and if, and that's where that's where it's muddy I actually think of I I'm not sure about the pen I think it's I think that's one of those where you don't overrule it sounds. A red cards are right. It's just, it's just, I mean, he kicks him in the, in the heart. Like, it's just a red right. card. And then the goal is a goal. Like, he does try and kick that ball. He just does. Yeah. I can tell you go, unless, unless Conzer runs right and then he's got this little kink in his runway on the fifth step of every run, his left leg goes. Yeah. Like, like, unless yeah, that's yeah, a, a yeah, thing yeah, that yeah. he's got going for him. Yeah. That he just, like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, don't like, like one, one of those like, like, puppies <laughs> that goes <laughs> bark, 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 and then backflips. Yeah, like, every
3: fifth step. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. It's the fact that, like, You can clearly see he's tried to play the ball. If he's not tried to play the ball, it just hits him. Like, he doesn't move a body part. It just strikes him. If he doesn't move his leg up in that movement, the ball's gone past him. he's not stopping that ball going into the box and therefore it could have bounced around they could have cleared it but Liverpool also could have scored he's lifted his leg up to stop a ball going past him therefore he's deliberately played the ball because Mm. he's tried to stop the pass
1: it's like not giving a goal because the defenders tried to clear it and spooned it into their own net you know what I mean? It's like, well, you know, that's not what he meant to happen. That's not what he meant to happen. And I go, I know there's a bit of this thing with like the back pass rules, a bit like this, isn't it, where there needs to be deliberate intent to to, to play it back. But And I get this, this is the problem with rules in football. It's such a free-flowing sport that you're going to find exceptions to every single rule or rules that you go, oh, well, I see it this way and I see it that way. But again, it's to be so picky as to take a goal out of football for the moment where you could make a strong case for it being... another case for it being And it's fine. weird,
4: and it's... The, again, it's the process of how you make your decisions. It, that's the... Uh, the inconsistency of decisions is one thing. You have to arrive at those decisions in the exact same way. That's subjective, that's subjective, that's subjective. But actually, you don't have to, don't have to worry about looking at those two, mate. I'll make those ones for you. Actually, but I need your help on this one. I, you know I mean? The, the fella in the Stockley Park is adamant. I don't need to worry about then. Ben. And I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, like you are spot on in your subjective opinion. By the way, you've given this goal, but um, subjectively, you might have it, that really might have not. Come and have a little look at this fella. And once he gets called over, it's always going to be given. That's what yeah. does my head in with it. This, they, they just need to get the, get the like, either you look at them all or you don't look at any of them. You can't do pick and the them Hang on a minute,
2: but hang on a minute, you'll add too much time on. <laughs> 15 <laughs> minutes at the time we had fucking 17 minutes of adding time because of Emmy Martins i ask you a
4: question guys do you think there's something in again Again, I might have Tim for your last on here he's the ref that Jürgen shouts that has been, uh, has been allocated to the Liverpool game you can't, dis- you can't disprove
1: it you can't disprove it the game that
4: Jürgen's banned is the game where the, the I've never seen this ref before in my life yeah. and yeah. Then yeah, he is, is and he's just chilling out, well, we said, out
1: we got, <laughs> I got asked before the game does anyone know who the referee is and I went it can't be one of the bad ones because you you don't know in a week ahead. Isn't the ball but it turns bank. out the fact they're pulling them out of the out of Auckland. They pull them out of straight out of school. You know what I mean? They're, but Michael Oliver was the fourth official. He's there. <laughs> the game, it's a good referee. The best referee they've got is is the fourth official for this game. Swap him. You know what I mean? It's it's mad. It's like they can't even go. Well, we were, we were, we were running out. Of, we running out of good refs because we had some big games, and this is what this is what was left. The best referee. In The country was stood basically holding up the uh, the, the added on time but it's probably why that was
4: accurate to me. Yeah, I was gonna say, well, because he's a Newcastle fan, they were worried about him. Like, he couldn't have been worse, even if he was actively yeah. biased against us, he couldn't have been that bad. <laughs> like, we'd probably still won one nil, like, you know, don't know. but it's the
2: way that they all try and not be influenced by the cop, but they don't realize that they're all being influenced the, the other, other way, way yeah. yeah. And it's just it winds you up time and time again. I think I it? haven't said this so right,
4: up. I think I don't know how much you want, like. We were crap as well. Oh, yeah. we were. Like that, that, yeah, and that's enough. part. That's but part of it. We can have all these Sometimes you need
3: to get a bit of luck. That's just the truth. Sometimes yeah. that is what needs to happen. The thing that it'd be so much easier to deal with if you didn't have VAR and they just got a decision wrong. But it's just one human. They've only seen it once. That's fine. He could have gone and looked at all three of those things and he did look at one. And you sit there and you can look at it for five, six replays. And bear in mind, everyone in the ground doesn't know what the hell is going on. You've taken your time and you've came to that conclusion. Or you've got the monitor there, you've got the equipment there and you don't go and do it. It's just, it's harder to deal with because... You've got things to back you up to show it. And it's even more frustrating when the 3pm thing on BT Sports, I don't know what it is, it's like the Soccer Saturday version of of BT. that um, every single person on that couch was like yeah that's got to be a goal but yeah he's played the ball though yeah he's played the ball though and the crap referee that i don't know his name who's on there turned around and said yeah if that was me on the pitch i'd have gave a goal and then you've got damn it gallagher or whatever the hell his name is saying no it's it's rightfully being disallowed it's like all these football players who played on a pitch and turned around and said he's deliberately played the ball it should it should be a goal, but yous who have not stepped a day on a professional football pitch to play football at all sat there, and you've got one saying yeah it's a goal, one saying no it's a fair, goal. To be fair, I've like got, all got all no I've got
2: no doubt that those fellas sat on the couch don't know the rules. To be fair, like, they, they, they they don't do. Yeah. The, like, the referee you know what was what I mean?
3: there and explained the rules to them and. I think Robbie Savage was the one, and I can't stand him. Turned around and said, yeah, but he's clearly played the ball out. Look at his leg, watch his movement." And that's the thing, the it, the thing like, that annoys you know, me I've been, I've been, most
2: about it is, I reckon you could get that ref to watch that incident fifty times, and he come up with a split decision each time. That's mm-hmm. why he he's has been got, Exactly, he because he watched that twenty-five times and go yes, and twenty-five times and go no. And this goes back to your point, which I think is brilliant. Is it's just much easier to accept. When they get to see it once in real time, and then if they just get it wrong, you can go, "All right, the ref shit sounds," but it's hard. Now yeah. you're like, "Well, you've got all can the information I, that you could yeah. possibly need."
1: Can I tell you how that will have gone down, by the way, if they ever release the audio? I guarantee they're watching it, right? Checking offside, checking offside, and then it, it'll be because we had this on the on the Monday night football of the week, didn't we? And it'll be hold on a second, guys. I you, you, you Hear the flipping of pages, just pick, picked up inaudibly, barely on the microphone. I, I Hang on a second. I've just found rules and regulation ninety nine point four zero. point four zero two. I've spotted something here. Look, technically, I don't think he's deliberately played that, and that means the Virgil Van Dyke is actually in an offside position, which means the goal should be ruled out. And they go, oh, that sounds about right. Good one, and it'll be like, good one, Spodger, good catch, well done, everyone. Good, one. good job, everyone. Little smattering of applause in in Stockley Park. Morons, what are you doing? Just fucking let it go. Like, honestly, it goes. That's the point. If you're not gonna, if you're not gonna do it for any of the other big decisions that happened earlier on the game, what are you doing? Why are you micro-analyzing something that's a goal? It's in. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is, a, this is a, it's a it's a you're, you're stealing goals out of football games for on subject on subjective opinions. It's fucking madness. Um, Elite Six sent us a super chat while we were chatting just to back up what Chloe was saying there. Gallagher on Sky Sports the Mings one was a clear red and even said the ref had all the way till the restart to decide he wants another look.
4: I don't, I don't get this is This is my point. There's a fella laying on the floor with fucking bear mark on his chest, but like has been clawed to death. I'd think if I'm a ref, I'd go, you know what, I wouldn't mind having a little look how that happened. Can, someone, can, can I go over? Because he must be able to go to his favourite for the replay on for floor, is Because yeah. this fella here is laying on the floor, right, and there's stud marks on his chest. He looks like he's been attacked by an animal. I, just, I wouldn't mind having a check about how that happened, please. Yeah. No, nope. it's uh, worth a look in it.
1: It's 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 got to be worth another look. You know, in that instance. <laughs> Mate, he's, he's like,
4: he's like, How far away from it? it was he? Does what? anyone know? I didn't he, think he was that far. I, I don't. I that's probably not helped us. No, I think also Minks does touch the ball, so if he's just seen Minks kick the ball. For all you know, the refs the refs' eyes might have followed the ball because I get. Or that. they've
1: said to him he does touch the ball first and he's gone, that's enough for me. That's enough yeah, for me yeah. to vindicate the decision that, I've, that the I've mad made I have The mad thing is,
2: I people always reference this, like, oh, he gets the ball, he doesn't get the ball, right? Sometimes I think the, the, the end doesn't necessarily mean it's a foul. Sometimes you can cut somebody and it's not a foul. Other times you can be running, dribbling the ball and punch someone in the face as you're holding them off and that is a foul. So actually it doesn't matter all the time whether they've touched it or they don't. You just need to check it one way or another for a foul. Yeah. That's yeah. like, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, total bollocks. Um, right. Anyway, Bobby Firmino came on, scored, wonderful stuff. It's um, the assist from Mo as well. It was it was just wonderfully poetic the whole thing. Obviously, the shame is that we don't then go and get the get the winner. But as far as a small moment goes, Bobby getting that final goal is just a, yeah, it's a it's a lovely moment.
4: Yeah, I was one of the probably thousands of Liverpool fans who had Firmino last goal bet coming because I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that was a fairly popular bet. Um, just yeah, you know, just a shame it was uh, it, it wasn't the winner. It's ironic really because I thought Salah was crap. He was, yeah. it was awful all game, and then he just put. That's why you leave Mo Salah on. Yeah. When I saw Harvey earlier get him stripped off, I thought oh, he's bringing he's, he's taking Salah off here and I wouldn't blame if he just took Salah off when he took Diaz off. I wouldn't have blamed them because they were all rubbish. But think like, that's why you keep Mo Salah on the pitch. He's got that in him, and it showed like Bobby Firmino wanted to score that goal so much, like he just froze himself, fly him, kick through the air, kind of style to get it. Um. It was interesting because he, what what I hated about it, that that bit an equaliser, no winners, that he couldn't celebrate it properly. Yeah,
1: he has. He the ball had to hit the ball up and go, and, the goal, and
4: back, then he had a little bit because that's the winner. It, it's imagine that the, the, it's the let off of all let offs such And like I say, I actually from that moment on, I felt oh, we're going to win this. Ten minutes go, we're going to win this, yeah. and yet we have a couple of corners, and then Villa go back to the time thing, and, and it doesn't pan out. But it's you know it, it's it's almost impossible for us to Champions League now. There's the slimmest of slim hopes. But it's still a great moment that Firmino scored that goal on his last appearance. It also shows me like we have missed him a little bit. Yeah. He's been good this year when I mean, he's been fit. He hasn't, he hasn't been fit at all. Well, I think
1: that's I think that's twelve goals in 34 appearances for us yeah. this year. He season.
2: played that role so much differently to Gakpo when he came on as well. Like we he were had, so much better. He had just one thing in his mind and that was I'm going to get into the box and I'm going to score goals and Gakpo was the complete opposite. Played the proper false nine role and Firmino has none of that. Not any. and I think to be fair. He's got better at that since Jota came into the club. And I think that's something that sort of rubbed off on him, hasn't
1: it? I totally agree. I think the last two and a half, three seasons, it's hard to to judge because he's been out the side more with injury. But I think he he's been a lot more of a goal threat in that in that last couple of years because he's decided oh, yeah, I'm just gonna score some score some. Yeah, i it around there But it was day. it
2: was just it was so funny the way he finished it and he's like falling over and he did he get his leg kicked out from under him? as no, he I just said, jumps. I, he just, he kept, just jumps yeah, and just throws, throws and goes for... it. <laughs> was for it's brilliant. Like and that was one big let off for a draw that probably really didn't matter. Like as yeah. as far as cop let offs or stadium let offs go for a draw in that situation was huge. The
3: the other thing was was. When Salah actually, like, I've said this so many times, in the game, he'd beat Ashley Young or he'd beat the left back, but then he'd come right back into them and you're like, what are you doing? Use your right foot, put it in the box. And he doesn't like doing it. And this time, realises okay well you stood off me because you know I've got the pace to go around yeah so I'm just going to take this yard and then I'm going to use my left foot to manipulate the ball and, and and be able to pass it with the outside of his foot but he, he was so so frustrating and to produce such a boss ball um, just shows what Mo Salah can do but he, he was really frustrating the fact that you'd see him beat someone and he'd just cut back in because he just wanted to use his left foot and it felt like there was a lot of players on that pitch who wanted to be the hero yesterday and just held it, hold the ball far too long at the moment. And I can totally understand it. I can understand the desire, the want to do that. But we kind of lost ourselves because we either didn't know how to break them down, fair play to Aston Villa for that, or someone really wanted to be the hero and just held the ball for far too long and tried too many things.
2: Yeah. I think, and going back to the very sort of beginning and, and what Steve said, sort of halfway into the conversation, like Liverpool for me. They let the occasion get the better of them yeah. uh, at the weekend. It was all about Bobby Firmino. It was all about James Milner, and taking that back to Aston Villa and their game plan. Like they will have known that this one, this was this had the potential to be one of the best atmospheres ever at Anfield. If, if, like, you know, something happens our way in the beginning of things and they just took us out of the game yeah, they, completely, like...
1: They had, a, they, had a, they had a point to win. They had, you know, what I mean, or three points to win, really, was they, they could have come away with. That was, that was a team that came to Anfield who are also on the process, on a, building, on a building path there. They want European football, they've got something to come for. there's no They don't give a shit about our circumstances or what we want from a football match. They're not just turning up to be part of this Bobby Firmino party. You know, I mean, he has got them into a them into a serious machine, that a serious, had, serious business.
4: They weren't just a fit they had a goal threat. Yeah, that's what they were doing Do you manage to be brave and have a goal threat?
1: I want yeah. to um, talk about because like, Jurgen Klopp pointed out we've kind of alluded to it. I thought it was the general sense. I thought it was just there weren't a lot of really good performances on the pitch for Liverpool, and he and he said apparently he asked them after the game who thinks they had, who thinks they had a good game.
2: Who you put
4: their hand up? The goalie.
1: Probably.
2: Rumours are he asked them to put them into three categories, Bosch sound and your Yeah. Who do you think red men have got in your messing?
1: <laughs> and who do you think's in
4: Bosch
2: lads? Come on, we're gonna sit down and watch it now, the live now for the goalie
4: maybe. <laughs>
1: I don't think anyone would have to be honest I think Alisson was
4: brilliant yeah but what I mean is I don't
1: think Alisson would have been the only one to put it I don't think anyone because the point is it's a rhetorical question someone says who he thinks he is had a really good game I'd definitely put me on it's an opportunity for you to be uh, for, yeah if, you, if you've absolutely run the show absolutely but yeah the, goal, the goalkeeper almost doesn't count doesn't he you know he's not like he's chucked one in I reckon but, Bobby
2: put his
4: hand up
1: yeah yeah go after, should have started me mate <laughs> Um well, I just want to actually, I got up because we've still got one game left to play, but it's a nice, some nice round numbers involved in this. Mohamed Salah's made 50 appearances for Liverpool and all comps this season 30 goals last four and 15 assists. assists.
2: As well. The last four. It, I think that was like a record, wasn't it? Four assists on the bounce. Um, pretty really? nuts that way. Like.
3: How many assists does he have? Sorry. 15. 15. He's Fate a joke, is right? he? <laughs> he's
2: ridiculous. I, and do you know what? For the first time I ever, as well, I think he's tired. I actually think he's the last like three games. He looks absolutely done in, but he plays ninety odd minutes every game. So yeah,
1: yeah, he's absolutely he is ridiculous. But yeah, it was it was that was a a great example of it's not all there yet. There's there's and we we've been we've had a good run of games. We've actually had equally quite a good run of teams to play in, in that. You know, not not gimmies by any stretch, and lots of other circumstances where we might have lost them games earlier on in the season. Absolutely, but yeah. The good thing is, is that you know you, what you want is you don't want it all your own way. When you've got a summer to come, you want things to kind of pull apart, and you know that was the first time where that was Trent's worst game in that in that position. It was probably Curtis's worst game in that position. Probably Gappo's worst game since the early days of coming in coming into the side. Diaz looked a little again as a bit. It looks a little bit ineffectual, and you could kind of go around the team. And there wasn't wasn't tons of players they going. Hang your hat. I thought Fabinho was all right. Actually, you know what? He looks, he looks, looks okay. End, he? Yeah. Can I make
4: one more point on general, positive wise? Mm-hmm. That's a kit you can win a league in. That yes. Yeah. Oh, we mate, that's a, that is a league. We we look like absolute champions. The footy players never. But like literally, what you were wearing, we they looked like. That's a kit that you can think, oh, We wow. look like we've been playing in, in rags
1: all years. That that share compared to that one is absolutely, absolutely and ridiculous. And the goalkeeper
2: being in green. Oh, I was talking about it before we came on. Uh, like that's a kit just, of winners, that. It's just like, that's <laughs> what you want. You want a goalkeeper who's magnificent
4: in green. Yeah, absolutely. The, 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 when they all walked out, I was like, oh, we're going to win 7-0, yeah.
1: <laughs> we touched, touched upon it, you know. I kind of you know I've I've been banging the drum of what's possible for the last couple of weeks, not because I think it was ever gonna gonna happen, but I, ultimately because case it are Liverpool will end up where they where they deserve to end up. And look, if you were going to be a Champions League team, we've said it plenty of times this season. There's games that there's points that we should have won if it was going if it was definitely going to happen. Um, that was that's one of you know ultimately we we if we if we finish a zero per league team, which as you said before is so it's very 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 likely. Um, that's that's been the level where we're at we've managed to turn a bit of a corner but if you're down to position because where you've got to win 10 probably games consecutively at the end of the, your final 10 games of the season to to guarantee top 4 you fucked it. You have that. Like, yeah, we have to completely
2: late. fucked it, you know. And, and there's loads of reasons that we've all spoken about for what feels like two years now, but it's not been. <laughs> um, the season's been that long, and there's been that many problems. <laughs> we won the big
1: place at the start. Of the I know, season.
2: And, and you know all the 63 games last season, the heartbreak and up, yada yada yada. The injuries has been massive. Uh, the, the I think the investment in the wrong area of the team um, in the in the January transfer window has not helped us. I still think if we could have invested in the midfield, we would have been able to probably make it now. Having now seen what we were able to do without that investment, I do think there's a chance, but Liverpool have got a, a chance in the summer now to turn that around and really kick on um, next season. I think everybody else now is looking at the way that Liverpool have finished this season, reassessing where they see themselves in terms of the league next season. I think Manchester City can be comfortable to know that they're probably going to walk the league again. Um, barring anything finishing and bands being held out or whatever point destructions or whatever which could be in 10 years time who knows but I do feel now that going into next season everyone else will be thinking Liverpool are going to be second in this league and we need to put our ideas up
1: yeah, I might agree on that um, we're going to do much more on City's <sighs> horrendously predictable and boring uh, Premier League title win over on the the Biased Football Podcast straight after this Uh, I want to talk about Arsenal and all that as well and of course the relegation fight and if you've got more on this game um, then do check out the final word show uh, with Steve uh, with Abby Rutkin and with Jamie Cranford as well Uh, Jamie's amazing his shirt is sensational It's the shares of champion um, if Liverpool look like
4: a champions, Jamie, say it. Both
1: of those shows will be uh, exclusive over on redmenplus.com. So if you're going to go and sign up, and if you want to get a huge discount on your subscription, uh, choose a club captain yearly, use the code YEAR, Y-E-A-R, and get £25, that's right, uh, for £25 for an entire year, which is 50% off, which is ridiculous. You're going to get the Bobby Firmino doc and loads more. You're going to get
2: like two, is it two Jno shows a week over the summer as well?
1: we've got you covered with um, with all the transfer stuff coming and of course yes we've got our incredible Bobby Firmino documentary coming up we're going to play you a little clip uh, from that Uh, if you're watching on YouTube it won't make sense so it won't be in the podcast version because they're all talking German Um, but we will uh, cut to that in a moment but yeah we're going to when we come back we're going to talk Bobby Firmino Milner Farewells and beyond as well so stay tuned
4: there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care
1: Yeah, that's going to be coming out in June. Episode 1's going to be on YouTube. 2, 3 and beyond are going to be on Redmen+. Plus, so you get the full hit, the full experience. It is going to be absolutely incredible. Another little teaser from that to follow later on as really? well. Really? I haven't seen this teaser. Um, hmm.
4: I'm looking forward to being teased by you. <laughs>
1: Fabulous. <laughs> um, uh, you kind of touched on it before, Chris, but yeah. Bobby Firmino, Milner's farewell ended up overshadowing the game, really. It became not a team almost like a post-season match like you know that kind of environment was, the, the atmosphere around the ground was, brilliant. It was great to see so many Firmino shirts and scarves and flags and banners and all that kind of thing but yeah it was almost like we were waiting for him to come on the pitch almost more than the the business of getting down to Liverpool fighting for a Champions League play.
2: Yeah and I think listen, as experienced as this side is They've not had that to deal with before, Um, two games out from the end of the season and and all that type of thing. So we've been through a lot of situations, but we've not been through this. And so I can forgive the players a little bit for that. I do think it was a little bit too much to ask um, what they've achieved in the last sort of 10 games anyway, to be honest, is over and above what I expected they could achieve because I thought they were so bad and so inconsistent that there was no chance of us even getting a run of what we did together. And so we were able to do that and it was pretty cool while well, it lasted. Uh, ultimately, it's going to fall short, I think. Um, it was great to be able to be there um, to send off Bobby Firmino and James Milner and, and Nabby and, and Ox, but it was really... Really, not about him, um, but it was also really, really just about Bobby Firmino and James Milner for the most part, wasn't it? Um, and it was one of those days where you're going to look back and go, Yeah, I was there, and it was brilliant, and he where scored, like, and that's all that I need. We're not
4: like, great at emotional occasions in general, like Jergen L- 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 yeah, Klopstad Liverpool, in terms of how often, like. We the impact of of off the field, for example, as a reference, Gerard's last game, we were fucking crap. Carragher's last game, crap. The end of the cop, crap. Like sometimes, like the 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 aura of yeah. what you've been through, like even like you guys, you know, I'll go was Basel, and the people crap. But like because it's it's so emotional beforehand, and like. Or before, and then the actual game could sometimes be like a bit of a damp squib. I would
1: point out that Liverpool were crap in all of those at, at, at all of those times. We went out and got smashed by Stoke just after that, just yeah, yeah, after yeah. Gerrard's one and what have you. But no, I, I, it is it is an interesting point of it's like what were people there for? People didn't go to that game thinking let's go and take it to Aston Villa. We'd, we couldn't play anyone. I don't think anyone really considered what it meant to be playing Aston Villa. And look, Liverpool's coaches will have done, and the players will have done. Um, but i i i agree in so much as it was it was it was all about that and i don't know is that the double-edged sword of making this known that this is going to be a thing bobby deserved the send-off all the send-off he got he, he fully deserves he deserves to have people hurriedly paint banners and get old get the things up and dig out your shirt out the loft and all that kind of stuff he deserved all of that but that is the knock-on effect of doing those kind of things and making it out like it's the big Bobby Firmino leaving party. I think party.
4: that's. I think that's why they did it. I think if we were like last year, they wouldn't have done it. Like Sadio, yeah. I think everyone knew Sadio was going to leave, but he didn't want to. And like Jude Bellingham now at Dortmund, in a title race, so he's, he's keeping his mouth shut. All the reports are telling otherwise, but he is just keeping stump And I think, I think Liverpool because it was because of what it was. It's a I mean, it was a it was a gate again, it with top four, needed to win. But I think it was actually more about Roberto Firmino. I, I bet if this was. Last year, and we were trying to win a league. Or and even it if was. it was in our hands. this Yeah, season. yeah, exactly. If something was going our way, they might not might not have done it. Um, it's just, like, but like they've got one last year, mm. and I, but he he just wasn't on the pitch. Yeah, that was the difference. He was injured, so it there's 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 ways around it. Ultimately, like who gives a fuck? Like about the game in general. Like no if that makes sense in terms, like again, if they if they don't get Champions League, it'll be really annoying. if, mind, you Newcastle slip up twice in the next two games, and we weren't ready to capitalise it. But Jürgen, the way he spoke, he's been way less optimistic than us. And that kind of gives, you know, he's been like, oh no, we're not even... We...
1: He's been speaking about like, next season for a few years. Or
4: weeks, he's mean. been like, well, we might win nine games and they still won't slip up. Like, he hasn't, he's been all over it. So, I do, but, like, when I say I don't give a toss about the results, I mean, ultimately, this day will always be remembered as, probably for me and James on last game. We, the, the draw, uh, we, we, we drew against Villa, and it might, it might have impacted us getting top four. But Liverpool lost top four when they got beat by Leeds and when they got beat by Nottingham Forest and when they got battered at Wolves and battered at Brighton. Liverpool didn't draw and Villa, didn't cost Liverpool yeah. the Champions League, you know what I mean?
3: The thing I would say on that is there is the players played the occasion where the fans are allowed to. The yeah. fans are fine, that's what we're there for. We're there to play for that occasion, that's fine. And it, it was actually boss to see so many like i'm usually not one for you know wearing me liverpool top to the game and stuff but it was boss to see the amount of red you could see throughout the stadium Mm. and bear in mind it's probably because that kit is so nice because that was everywhere um but that's where i'm like but the lads should know better because they're more professional the more experienced it's down to the fans to have this moment with bobby Firmino because we're ultimately the ones who Adored him, and we're the ones who sang his song, made yeah. him a, a, a hero. He made himself that as well. But he loves Liverpool, and Liverpool don't half love him back. So I was fine with it being emotional and everything like that because that's what we're there for. Liverpool didn't show up. That yeah. is the problem. Ultimately, yeah. the players on the pitch didn't show up and they played the occasion, and that's what you can't do. The fans playing the occasion, that's absolutely fine. That's also, what we always
4: do. I think, I'll, like get used to it because this is happening. Yeah. Henderson will go soon. Yeah. and there'll be, a, there'll, be, there'll be a Salah day and a Virgil day and an Allison day. And they're not... They, they, that's when you a team who, are, who win everything at, at a similar age. Very rarely. Unf- and Sadio should have got one of these and it was unfortunate. He never. Because uh, we were going. Because for we were going. And, and because would all panned out, he deserved he deserved a mural and a, and a day and, and all that kind of stuff as well. They're all going to get one. So get used to it. Because at the end of next season, it could be someone else. Very few. Very, I don't think we're going to... We're not going to get many Coutinho's who just fuck off and pisses all off yeah. I think everyone who leaves Liverpool are going to be doing it in this way respectfully like even, like for example it might be a, a decision from above like James Milner got but they're going to do it this way so I'll well, take the, to it
1: the thing is with that let I actually just don't, to play uh, I can't a counterpoint to that there shouldn't be because they can't allow this situation to develop with all these footballers. Mm. The reason that happens is because they're all leaving on a free. Yeah. Manny doesn't get it regardless because we've got to negotiate a transfer fee for him two weeks down the line with, yeah. with Bayern Munich or, or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, there should be no, there should only be a Mohamed Saladay if he retires at Liverpool. And, you know, or he, we've got his legs have fell off because we've run him into the ground and then we're handing him back to, goes back to Egypt to do one heroic seat or whatever. You know what I mean? Those kind yeah, of situations. Um, this is hopefully the last of our. Mismanagement of contracts and all those kind of situations to come because, yeah, we've just hand that the thing that annoys me about the Bobby Firmino thing is it's it'll I think it'll be vindicated. I don't think he'll ever he's not going to put a 50 game season down at the highest level. I don't think after after this, and he, we've been getting diminishing returns in terms of time on the pitch in the last couple of years off him. But you know, when you're letting good, fo- good footballers walk out your door for nothing, there's a little. That's, you know, we've had too much of that going in, in the last couple of seasons. But I don't want to get too negative on it. I, what I do want to say is but for Milner and for me, you know, I was thinking about this this morning. The, I don't think you could typify Jürgen Klopp's Liverpool better than two footballers, in so much as you've got James Milner, you know, who's made himself this rugged, dogged, determined, will play any position for you under the sun, we'll boot you up in the air, we'll run all day, do whatever. And then you've got Roberto Firmino, actually he's got a lot of that going for him as well, but he's got the flair, he's got the big smiles and all that. They are...
2: Well, I, I said this uh, to you in the, in the fan come after the game, there's a Venn diagram of Milner's qualities and Firmino's qualities and, and where it overlaps is what Liverpool has been yeah. under Jürgen Klopp. Um, it is that unbelievable flair, yet the work rate that goes with it um, and the work behind the scenes that goes with it. So I think you're spot on there. And, you know, for me, I mean, am I right in saying they were both signed before Jürgen Klopp? Mm-hmm. So they both come in and yet two players that he doesn't sign end up epitomising his own Liverpool side, which is a bit bizarre in and of itself, isn't it, really, yeah. when when you consider. But they had the qualities that Jürgen needed to create a side that would go on to conquer absolutely... Everything uh, over the course of the next few years. So, for me, you know, I think it'd be an interesting one because James Milner's a little bit further removed from being an integral part of the first 11 than Bobby is. I think Bobby's maybe a season removed from that. Milner probably didn't get the send off I don't think he quite deserved. Um, for what he was able to give us over the course of the eight seasons, because it was just a little bit longer, and he's a sub for so long yeah. now that he, he's almost become, in some quarters, a bit of a like, oh, fucking hell, James Milner's 37 and all that. That's not I like, James Milner was fucking amazing for us for a, a huge period of time.
1: There is also that thing, though, where it, it's alongside Bobby Firmino. Everyone's gonna, everyone's gonna pale compared, compared the, because to Because the
2: fella who filled in at left back for a year isn't your number nine. Yeah. Um, and that's just the way that it is, isn't yeah. it? Unfortunately for James, I don't but think he'd like no, no less of a no less of, a, no less of a, a massive cog.
4: I don't think James Miller would want to stand outside his own mural. And I don't think it, I don't think that's just, I don't know. I might be wrong. Maybe, yeah. But what yeah. I would say? Is like, you'll
2: be yeah, remember the Liverpool player though. And yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. Saying yeah, yeah
4: he's, he's he's been he's been everywhere, and he'll be remembered as a Liverpool player. But he, those two have played more games for Cop than anyone else. And they're the two right. the two lads he inherited, and each again he chose who, who got captain who went. And it wasn't long before he had, to clear. It took him a couple of years to get rid of who he didn't want. Yeah. But he chose to keep these two fellas about. He transformed both of them into different players. Uh, both phenomenal. Both phenomenal. And they both deserve the send-off. And I know Milner's going to get something on a Southampton, isn't he? Again, there's a banner yeah. getting sent down Southampton for him. More than deserves it. It was just like... What was interesting is they were two of our best players when they come on. Yes, I think if, I think if you even done play ratings on the game, and I, did, I know you guys did, I'd give those two the best marks yep. and the goalie. Because... The second they came on, it might have been because we changed the shape a bit, I understand it, but they're two really intelligent footy players, and I think they've both been sat on the bench, and whether they've been instructed or a, a little bit themselves or whatever, they knew exactly what that name needed. Bobby Mino needed to be a nine. He didn't need to be a false nine, he needed to be a nine. And James Milner needed to get out the middle field and get out into space. Yeah. And get out, get rid of this What's congestion on? and get lanes for other people to... Yeah. Fa- they both played that, that That goes... They are t- I think they are... Two of, if not the two most intelligent players, we've had than Klopp era, they just they're meant for the right occasion. No matter what the occasion is, they yeah. know what's needed.
1: Yeah, I totally agree on that. I mean, the thing is, I think if Milner had been going on his own, you know, I think he'd have got a huge send off. But this is it's a difference in football, isn't it? You know, he's there's not ten thousand Milner seven shirts floating around that are getting pulled out for that for that game because people. He's just been a he's been a really good footballer. He's a Liverpool legend, but it's a difference between a Liverpool legend like a Ronnie Whelan or a Liverpool legend like Ian Rush, Rush. or Kenny Dalglish or whatever the glory do. mate that's exactly I just want to read a quote um, I got this off Anfield Watch but obviously it's, I guess it would be from the Liverpool website but Milner said loved every minute here unbelievable club the size of the club the history before you come in and we've managed to create our own history Travelling around the world, seeing the sport we have, the special nights we've had here, European nights, the unbelievable games. Obviously Dortmund and Barca always stand out, but other periods in games, those memories will stay with you forever. I'm Leeds through and through and always have been and always will be, but I never probably thought that another club would get into me as much as Liverpool has. That says everything about the place and the fans and the history and what we've created here, but also the group of people. Like...
2: oh. But then, did you see the stuff that had been going around this weekend about what was taken out of his LFC TV interview? Did you see any yeah. of this on Twitter and stuff? So he basically came out and said that because the, the clips have surfaced somehow. I don't know. I don't know how, but he came out and said basically, Yeagan got overruled. Jürgen wanted to keep him, uh, and in the end, you know, they decided not to offer him a contract. And like that says, again, to a testament to the man that he is and the player that he is, that Jürgen still wanted him around, even at this age. And there was talk of it being as a part of the coaching staff as well and stuff, and the club overruled Jürgen. And that goes back to the mismanagement of the contracts and the age of the players and stuff. And maybe we are looking at learning our lesson a little bit. I don't
4: think that's a bad thing, by the way. I don't think no, I don't I, I, don't, I, I don't. I don't think th- it's a hugely bad thing that they have said. You know what, mate? Let's Let's... Cut this. That's, that if we're gonna rebuild, let's fucking rebuild. Yeah, but it was interesting. That, hey, Liverpool cut it, Liverpool LFC TV cut that bit out of when. Yeah. He, so it was live. So that's how people got it. Ah. But it was live. But then when he, when it it got chopped out, I think is what is what yeah. happened there after the game. That was it. He, he, yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. But I think something similar might have happened with, with other players in the past. Where Liverpool decided, you know what, no, because like with all due respect, well, Wijnaldum, Wijnaldum, yeah, Van yeah. yeah, yeah, was in a similar boat and. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing. I I I love Jurgen, but again, one of the criticisms was that like, maybe he's a little bit too sentimental. Like, if Liverpool want you know to know where it, this
2: comes from, by the way, comes from being at Dortmund and selling your best player every year. Yeah. It is the exact thing that would happen when you leave Dortmund, and you don't need to sell your best player every year. Yeah. You're then to go the other way and want to keep everyone. Like, would,
4: Why wouldn't it, you? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. I, and I, by the way, I'd have no issue with Jason Milner staying. I understand it, but what the point is if they are going to go and sign three or four midfielders, Jordan Henderson. Should become the new James Milner. Yes. Yes. You shouldn't need James Milner. With all due respect to James Milner, Liverpool shouldn't be in a position where they still need him. I the only reason I wanted to keep him was because I thought, fucking love what else we're gonna have. But like since then, Curtis has stepped off, the emergence of Stephen Bajetage. The squad you shouldn't need yet. you know, Jordan Henderson should be that role next season, whether he is or not, I don't know. But I think that I do wonder if they got bit by the Henderson contract. Yeah. And they've they have they have gone, ah, we don't want to be you know, they don't want that again, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, no,
1: I, I, I think there's definitely a, that's definitely got to be a consideration, and because I'm a little concerned over the, over it, particularly the Milner stuff, because you, yes, you don't need, I don't think you really need to replace a lot of James Milner, the footballer, because you've got other lads you can do it. We talked about this the other week. You've got more substitutes you can use, all that kind of stuff, but it's the leadership qualities. And it's the fact that he's a bit of a throwback in terms of like how you conduct yourself off, off the field and in, in the changing room, you know, this whole like telling people to get off the phones and all that kind of thing. You need someone to set those kind of standards and what you're asking for is somebody now to step up. Now he's gone. Whereas what you want ideally is someone to step up while they're there. And that's a, a worrying precedent when you're out. Because Genie Van Albums a good example of this in a different way. And I said he was our third choice DM. He left, and nobody stepped up to be our third choice DM. It went to Milner. who was our fourth choice DM to become our third choice DM, and that's a weakening of what you've got. So there's a lot of pressure now. I think on on the the Trent Alexander-Arnold, not so much on Henderson and Van Dijk and stuff who were already there. But who's gonna who else in that dressing room now is gonna turn around and, and be the one who who makes sure standards. It should be Virgil Van Dijk. It should be, but I don't think that's Virgil Van Dyke. I don't. I said it often, he, he for me is Steven Gerrard. He's so good at football. He should give a withering glance. He doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who's going to run around grabbing the, grabbing the change. He just gets about the business of being the best player on the pitch. Robertson, maybe. And Robertson, I like think, is because he's, he's
2: stepped up this season in that regard anyway. Obviously, he's been Scotland captain for a couple of years now. It feels like he's ready to move into that sort of role anyway, hmm. if he's not already, to be honest with you. But the fact that Jürgen still wants them around tells you that maybe he doesn't have the trust in the players that are there yeah as as maybe oh yeah
1: what do we think of the, the there's like some footage of shimikas crying as well do you reckon that's just because he's a he's, taste what is that me you can't you can't say sorry just fancied saying it
2: um i mean i i tried on a stream the other day and that didn't go down well
1: very nice um do you reckon that's because he's a very emotional guy Clow, just he
3: yeah, because he's total because he's ignoring uh, You
1: emotion. She
4: must do. She's a youngster.
3: No. What would you say? Why was he crying?
4: No, but like if, if someone, <laughs> if, if you, someone's a, very, what are you crying for? You blud. If someone's a very emotional person, do you know what you? Is there a slang that we don't know? Teachers. If it,
3: someone's emotional, yeah. Nah.
4: No. Okay. Sorry. What are, what are emotions but what, what
2: wouldn't you say <laughs> toad's
3: emotion yeah, that's, yeah. That, that, <laughs> that's I didn't know where he was going with it that's yeah.
2: how much it was um, He <laughs> knew he was knew wrong because he he, he he pulled out <laughs>
1: yeah. <from it>. he <laughs> yeah. couldn't even say it he was like but, oh god I'm sorry I'll ever get an opportunity to say that again so why not you
3: so by the way yeah absolutely yeah. but on him crying it, it's weird I hope he's just as angry as I am at the fact that Liverpool have been too shitting and are now no longer in European the, the European elite competition because I, I am still fuming yeah, about it. I know what he's
4: crying about um,
3: fucking later on a Thursday night I'm playing that one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's me yeah. that's
4: what it is. Yeah. And um, Rabo, Rabo's not playing in fucking Utrecht away is he <laughs> <laughs> I'm off to Moldova that's me yeah.
3: I think uh, there was some quote or something he'd came out with saying how Liverpool was like the, the club for him or whatever how they've raised him since he's been here how he loves it here how he fits in um, I mean he, he clearly uh, he, you know he's, he calls himself the adopted scouser he clearly loves Liverpool I don't I, I feel like it's a case of if he wants more minutes somewhere, then yeah, okay, he's probably going to have to leave because he's not going to get that. But saying that, I think he's a boss back up to Robertson. Robertson is coming into the latter end of his career, really, when you think about it. He's being ran into the ground, just like Trent, just like Verge. the other players who've fell off a cliff recently. Um So... I, I don't know what to make of it. It's a bit weird. Maybe he's just—he's absolutely gutted that Bobby for me. You even the club I, I, just, he's, say just him.
4: A, I, he's just a huge Alex Tozzi like fan. Yeah,
2: maybe,
3: yeah, that's, maybe. That's um, point. but yeah, he's crying because
2: he'll never see Perry again.
3: Shame <laughs> to be honest. Oh, Same. that it—that it, it means. We'll always
4: He just loves navigator. That's, I think that's what it is. He's a big fan. Did we see by the way navigator getting injured by the picture frame? Incredible scenes. At the end of the game, when you give him his little plaque, he holds you by the hook and hurts his hand and goes like that. As <laughs> a <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking almighty. Yeah, yeah you played. I doing. started
2: like that, so I'll finish like that. Sad.
3: I'm not thinking of Robert um, of Costas going because if we let him go, I'd be fuming at us because we've got to then buy someone else to fill out yeah. that. My, be my, a my, my,
2: my problem here is, I think he's back up for a position that doesn't exist at the moment. Mm. Mm. yeah.
3: Jefferson was other way of them said, "You're
4: off." Because Liverpool have never done that. That's the thing. That, under Jürgen, Liverpool have never specifically said... To, I don't, Jürgen said this, hasn't he? I very rarely ever tapped someone on the shoulder and said, see you later. I mm. wait for them to come to me. So maybe it is
3: that, but maybe it was, it was a very emotional day. Well,
2: might yeah. was he might have just decided he's going. gone. Yeah. was but, crying. I don't yeah. think I him.
3: He also... He, like, I feel like he'd m- get a God of honour in a different sense of the fact... He won us. He the FA Cup last year. But yeah.
1: like like, well, I was looking. I was just a random thing. I was looking at like Joel Matip and his family just to see if there was any. Because you got. This, I remember when it was like Sturridge's. Time all and you you start five, to yeah. think. I, you know what type of photo photos are they posing for here? Is this like I'm getting me one last memento in front of the cop kind of stuff? And I didn't notice anything. And to I, I, I didn't notice the Shemekas stuff until I saw the, someone put yeah. the clip on Twitter today. But it does make you wonder. if, you know, Liverpool have got a big job to do in in the summer, and whether there's just a few lads where they've looked at it and gone. Because he was all right when he come on, wasn't he? You know, he's a, he's, a, he's been a great backup for Robertson. But what yeah, does a yeah. Robertson backup look like now? Yeah. Do you need to own another left back, or do you need a? Do you need a, Would you rather a left sided centre half do that job instead? And is he therefore the right the right fifth for that? Is a question I don't have the answer to. So it could be that thing of he might well know that he's done his bit, or he might have, look. He might have decided it himself. I don't really want to be a backup. That's, that's really like mean a problem me. Like, yeah, exactly, exactly. Just <laughs> for well, just for the, the talking sake, because that's the that's the the, the simple answer to it. He's just caught up in the moment of the whole of the whole thing. But there will be lads there who are, who aren't named, you know, James Milner, Roberto Firmino, Naby Keita, Oxley Chamberlain, who are won't be at Liverpool when the season starts. Yeah. The, the list... I think.
2: For, sorry, Calum, I, th- I think for me, like he, I've said this word or these two words quite a lot recently: the saleable assets thing. Like he is a proper saleable asset, especially if you are thinking, I need the left side of the tent or half to do that role. Why have a specialist on there that's probably worth not far off 30 million quid mm. who doesn't really had an opportunity to prove himself in this position either, to be fair, like, um, really good at his set pieces and all that type of stuff, but, like, we might be able to get someone in who's actually suited to the role for 30 million quid and come out net side. out. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. The other thing is, last year, there is a massive change, and maybe it's just because I wasn't looking at it, he was prancing around by the cop at the FA Cup. He was going into the crowd. He was, you know, clapping everyone. He was coming over to the cop so close to clap us. And have a laugh and joke about... I didn't see him. I didn't even pick him out yesterday. And usually Costas comes over to us and, like, he claps us. And he, he wants to get his song going. He loves all of that. And yet he's realised it's not his moment to do that, by the way. But... Um... It was a bit weird because I didn't pick him out from the crowd, and I can I I like picked out everyone who went past me, and I was like, you know, look how cute they are with their little kid. And I saw Axel kicking a football, and he's got a right peg on him there. I think it was his right anyway. Um, but yeah, I didn't I didn't actually see Costas at any point really. Yeah,
1: it's an interesting one. Obviously, we'll pick a boy. So whose
4: kid's called Axel?
3: Ox is it not? Yeah,
2: little 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 Axel Chamberlain. Axel Oxley Chamberlain. Don't I mean, he's called us. he's called Alex. Edwards. Yeah, I just know. I was it's just it was interesting because I I went straight to Possesses Axel all the Van Dyke sounds yeah, like yeah. a great name. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it does. Yeah, couldn't imagine it had been a to it's be the. Fair, it's, like, I didn't the, imagine James would go. And let's call him Axel
1: Milner. That is the boggle solution to picking your kid's name. That isn't it.
2: Bang. We've had some <laughs> oh, Some messages
1: from the uh, from the Club legends. Major. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Howdy, it's David. Says, given everything, quite happy, quite appreciative for fifth. Uh, Payjack and shorts once again an absolute snacky delight <laughs> uh, John Lee David Blackshaw hero that he is uh, says if it's going to be fifth considering the team last squad we have I'll be a little disappointed with this season but again after the heroics of last and the injuries this I'm able to give the team a soft pass on this season's Achievements uh, In the future seasons It will be remembered For the United Destruction And Bobby's last goal for us allison has been my player Of the season For the simple fact That without him We would have been The bottom half of the table So that being said Roll on Sunday And once again I will shout I will sing And I will contest Every referee decision Like I have the power To change it up our fucking Reds! Wonderful comment mm-hmm. there from John. Uh, and the last one from Howdy's back again. So, Steve, imagine this season with all the injuries without Milner. Uh, he's a great utility bench player and a leader. He's leaving at just the right time, given the context of our roster. Yeah,
4: I agree. Like, like, we, we the fact that we've needed him so much this year shows how fucked up the summer was. <laughs> so, if the, my hope is they can get the summer right, so then X two new players and one, maybe then you've got three new players. Then you've got Thiago Jones. Pachetta, Henderson—that's your seven—and then you have got Trent doing whatever Trent does. You shouldn't need J- James Mill, That's the point of that. I'm, i the reason I would have kept him around was because I was—I didn't—I didn't see this coming from Curtis, Thiago's still an absolute enigma, and there's a conversation about about that fell at this point in time and his injury yeah. and stuff. That's why I was thinking at the time I just keep him. Yeah. But now, excuse me, if we're going to get the rebuild and we're going to get the excuse me the signings we promised then you shouldn't need him. I just
1: look at it and go, particularly if it's going to be Europa League football, and that's that has been the X factor I think of so much we're trying to do going into the new season. But it was interesting, Klopp was quite unequivocal talking about Kelleher pre-match, mm. about how it would take a, a, an astronomical offer to, for us to consider it. The Europa League changes the landscape, what Liverpool do, and I'd have had no problem with James Milner, captain in a, a Liverpool Europa League side. Next season, you know, taking a bunch of younger players, taking Curtis and Harvey and Ramsey, and you know, and I'm okay with Hendo doing it? yeah, well, that, well, and that's that is, of course, the, the the possibility. And also,
4: Paul, he was the backup right back, and we don't have right back anymore. So, if if, if, if Trek was injured now, touch what doesn't happen, you wouldn't want James Miller doing what Alcantara was doing, it's gonna to have to be someone else, yeah. When he was just the right back, it made sense, but yeah. now there isn't really a position in the team for him, you right. It's, 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 where's Someone who's probably
1: this, on to north of a hundred grand a week. You he took know. a pay
4: cup but he even said you're right. They don't want to take that again. Ask him to go and get less and less. And he'll go to Brighton and he's going to do exactly what you've just said for Brighton. He's going to be Brighton's Europa League captain. And he's going to go to take a team who haven't played European football and show them how to do it. So it's perfect for him as
3: well. Um I'm just letting you know if we don't win the Europa League it's an absolute chit show by Liverpool next season
4: all right Chloe. Fuck Bloody hell, Chloe. Being let honest. us finish this
3: season Make like this no, season of disappointment before you make next let us at least get.
4: To, let us at least have to play Seville and then <laughs> we're uh, like uh, <laughs> so, uh,
2: so I still we, think Real Madrid are getting knocked yeah. out the Champions League, coming only, down we, into the oh, Europa and knocking us out we only ever lose to Real
4: Madrid and Seville that's that's uh, it's, as long as you can avoid them, we Shut should up, be fine no
3: genuinely I'm being honest if you don't know going to be in it
1: you don't, don't sorry, 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 bullshit. Because if we win in the league next season, because and they get knocked out in the Europa League semi final, you won't give a fuck about whether we run the Europa League.
3: Final, I don't know, but I'm saying, if Europa, we're going to focus on the two main competitions, which are now. Gonna I appreciate be the you were and you were the, like the
1: 15 the last time we were in this competition. Don't don't give it's, it to yourself. Just do you mean? It, just relax.
3: Liverpool should be winning that competition. You say it's this every simple.
1: time we get in that competition. If you yeah, yeah. you're right. You are but right, should. but you just. It's 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 May, Chloe. In twenty twenty three,
2: European League finals happened for the yeah, seasons seasons and this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just show the beans.
4: What point still
1: just, you, you, Yeah, I know, but it doesn't need it doesn't need to be. Don't be angry, no, Chloe, just it'll, relax. Keep
4: saving for when we draw. Let's
1: talk um, about the Sunday then, because obviously the mural by you was unveiled. Chloe, you went down there. Lovely moments, lovely scenes. Got a bit close to Bobby.
3: Yeah, he he came and what wow that's how so close <laughs> <laughs> he, the, when that um, the coach Where? pulled up we weren't expecting that yeah. like the entire liverpool coach turned up um and we were like "Is like who's on this coach what's going on here um and there was a party at anfield so people thought maybe it's you know just the team and he's just getting off um it was incredible to see his entire family get off and support him. Um, his little girls came off the bus first, and he was stunning, and he looked so happy. Then his wife gets off, and they just stare, and they're just looking at this mural, and they're like, "Wow!" Then Bobby Firmino gets off in a suit, looking incredible, um, and he was just lovely. He was, he was, his entire family was lovely. Into, um see the, the team around him because what we don't see is the sacrifices everyone else makes for him to mm-hmm. be able to do this at the top level Um and to see his family his mum on the day of the game was waving it. she was absolutely buzzing she was giving um, them flags the bifters she wasn't was she she was giving it loads um, so to see the family behind him they, they were all lovely he was he was boss he was boss with the kids as well making sure they all got in the front of the photos and stuff Um and yeah, it was just it was a, a boss moment to be a part of, to see him clapping and singing along to his song whilst the little group of us started it and sung it, um, it. It was a boss moment, yeah, just one that'll stay with me. And then
2: they were all going to Anfield for photographs and yeah. trophies and stuff as well, and they like yeah. so. No one cool. else,
4: no one else wore the suit, though. No one gave the rest of the team the memo. Bobby is yeah. Looking flying, and those lads in tackies and flip flops, and that he just popped on for the day. Really, in
2: it, like yeah. if, if he didn't have a piano out in the middle of Anfield's pitch, he's like, he's not bobbied enough for me. he's not so. Alexis
1: Sanchez, mate. <laughs> Come on, um, <laughs> the um, the... no, I I thought, it, I thought it was wonderful. Obviously, we had um, John Cole Shore in on the but night paint last week, who was the artist or one of the artists who who, who painted yeah, the laurel. Um, really, really good stuff. So, if you want to get a little bit closer on him, he did a bit of chat on Red Men Uncentred on, on that kind of. Stuff as well, and as mentioned, we obviously got the Bobby Firmino doc. Coming out in the summer, so we got some cool stuff from the day. In His the wife's
3: middle. well up for that as well. She was like, Oh my god, really? Thanks, and does it. And I was like, We will, yeah. we will. Don't worry, um, Do you think we can give Mrs. for me discount. We'll <laughs> <laughs>
4: give her the year. I'll make one in Portuguese for your year. I'll send there that we'll make it a unique yeah. one, <laughs> yeah, because um, be <laughs> <laughs> you speak German.
3: not you give him a scarf, didn't you? Yeah, he was made up with that as well. We gave him the half scarf that they wanted them to have um and he, this he, is
1: hoffenheim fans, yes.
3: it? and he was like really and we were like yeah well we're not carrying a hoffenheim scarf around here for not and um and he took it off us and he, he was absolutely buzzing about a, a, a scarf um but yeah he, he was just down with lovely really Really happy with his mural as well. Um, as soon as like the he stopped signing stuff, he stood to get a photo, and he was just the biggest smile you've ever seen on someone's face. Um, for his mural, but yeah, it was, it was class. Um, yeah. What?
1: Well, it's um, just a
2: shame he doesn't get to go on the coach again and see it every game. We yeah, all the others annoying, really, isn't yeah. it?
1: Mate? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh well, and wind other wind him. other people up like. Jordan does to to, to Trent every time. Um, Right, we've got a couple of things to draw your attention to in that regard. Uh, We've got a new Bobby Firmino t-shirt, which is available on redmenmerch.com right now, which you can get if you want to celebrate the Brazilian genius. uh, Then get involved. There's also some new stuff there. There's a wonderful Succession uh, t-shirt and one for Jota as well. So, yeah, the future is very, very bright. And that is just how cool you're going to look this summer in your Redman merch t-shirts.
3: Can't wait. Do you remember the first, like, Memory of Roberto Firmino because mine was I saw of video of him and he was kicking a footy into a basketball hoop behind him and that was the first ever thing once we'd like signed him that was the first video that did the rounds and I knew from then on he was going to be. I couldn't watched. even
1: say what game I remember him playing right mid under Brendan Rodgers and going what have we bought here?
3: <laughs> my my
2: overriding here? memory of that sort of first season is Darren Farley not being a particularly big fan. Do you remember that <laughs> no, video? No. My
1: words. <laughs> it's just mad, isn't it? Yeah, I said I've been banging the drum with it, but, but like the the city game away is the one that I really remember yeah. of him. I just remember thinking we've bought this really good Brazilian is that, is it lad. Was it, yeah, and we got no, and he's got, but he's got like no pace. Why is he? And it, it was Brendan Rodgers' greatest insult was to put someone out on the wing. It was like short of playing them wing back, which he did. Lazemar was playing left wing back. It was like his. I don't really know what to do with you. Just go and play over there, lads Figure it, figure
4: it out. we West Ham. Coutinho got sent off, and then I am walking out going, "He's fucking ca- And who's he? He can't even run. We've got a lad playing number eleven. Shite, can't run. <laughs> That's that my first thing, him <laughs> get Penteje and I was like oh my god what, a, what an idiot I, I did
2: love about Firmino the fact that he just didn't give a shit in the middle of like when, when the seasons end and he'd come back with like baby weight like <laughs> yeah, 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 at, yeah. Every, every season. and you're like at least you're enjoying yourself lad fair play and by the time the season starts he's like a fucking racehorse again yeah. love that yeah, it, it's right. boss
3: that his kids are, are now scouts as well yeah.
2: like like uh, Lucas's
3: yeah Liverpool will always be a party you know
1: yeah absolutely Um okay we're going to wrap up on uh, and give you one last final teaser for this probably familiar documentary don't worry we're going to be talking about this a lot in the coming weeks because the work that joe baker our director for it has done is sensational uh, if you've enjoyed the jordan henderson documentary we did two years ago this is like levels above just in terms of everything that's kind of going into it so um yeah, we can reveal uh, one person that we have got contributing towards it in Jordan Henderson, but there's loads more of these to come in the coming weeks, so make sure you stay tuned. Anyway, that's it for the Men Originals podcast. For this week, just a reminder, use the year code on your club captain yearly subscriptions to get a 50% off just £25 for an entire year of Liverpool podcast interviews, documentaries, and, of course, transfer coverage out there this summer. Uh, and we'll be back with one final per season-related podcast. Next
2: week.
1: Can you describe Bobby Firmino in one word? Legend. It's pretty standard though, isn't it? It's not, it's not great, but he is, isn't he?
2: Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rustolium's new custom
4: spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns, so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.